yay you guys, chapter two. Okay, before we get started, I want to give a little shout out to Anchor. It really is a great app to get if you're interested in making your own podcast or just listening to other people's. And what's so awesome is that it's free. And you can even get paid for your podcast by setting up a sponsorship. So I really, really definitely recommend it. Anyway, chapter two of Stolen Silky, Friends. Leah, I feel the dusty used breeze of California rip through my hair as I race toward the public library. I come to a panting stop at its gray cement steps to catch my breath. As I push open the wood-framed glass door, the library's cold I see rests over me. Miss Stone, do you have a copy of Wings of Fire, book five? I ask the old librarian at the desk. Miss Stone is very much like her name. She's still cold and very old. Yes, I believe so. Check aisle seven, shelf five, she says, pursing her lips and drumming on the desktop with her long fingers. Thanks, I call, finding the aisle and scanning the shelves. I grab the book off the shelf and sink into one of the cushy armchairs and start to read. After a while, the bell hung over the door rings, signaling a new reader walking in. Footsteps approach me, and I lower the book from my face to see who it is. Immediately, I shove the book back in front of my eyes and hope Cuckoo Connie didn't see me. Cuckoo Connie's real name is just Connie. But the kids at school started calling her Cuckoo because she thinks she's the star of a rock band and everybody else is her fans. A hand pulls the book away from my face. Brian, I jog down the sidewalk and come to a stop in front of my buddy Justin's house. I knock on the door, and Justin's mom's open open it a few seconds later, a half-cut carrot still in her hand. Hello, come in, come in. Justin is upstairs finishing the book report, she says, and whisks me inside. Justin's house is the neatest house I've ever seen. Plants adorn the windowsills, and furniture is all wooden and embroidered cloth, with white curtains and tablecloths. I take off my sneakers and head upstairs to Justin's room. He doesn't notice me come in because he's busy doing his book report, or should I say, playing video games. Silently, I sneak up behind the TV and plug in the other controller, and then I ambush his guy on the game. He makes a confused face, and then I jump out from behind the TV and shout, Boo! He screeches like an eagle. Gotcha! I grin. Dude, I almost wet myself! He blanches and laughs, and I sit down behind him and continue playing zombies in Disneyland. Leah. Oh, hi Connie, I mumble, staring at the floor, somehow feeling guilty though I've done nothing. Oh, um, gee, you must be one of my amazing fans. Oh my gosh, do you want my autograph? She squeals. Um, no thanks, I murmur. Well, if you don't advertise my amazing rock band, I will curse you. She scowls, her tone suddenly dropping from annoyingly excited to dangerously soft. Um, okay, I say. Good, do you want to hear an amazing rock song? She asks, but is already singing before I reply. Bobby is my grandpa from Alabama, was captured by some pirates and walked the plane with his grandma. She sings to the tune of Yankee Doodle in a very tone-deaf voice. Very nice.
I know, I'm just amazing. Okay, ready for another? Yeah, um, you know, my mom said I have to be home by six, so uh, I gotta go. I mumble, standing up and dropping the book on the chair. But it's only five o'clock. Remember, I will curse you. Connie calls behind me as I exit the library. I walk to my best friend Nicole's house. We've been friends ever since third grade. When I arrive at her apartment, I knock on the door, and it swings open, and I almost wrap Nicole in the nose. I realize standing behind Nicole is a girl with watery blue eyes and ugly red fle- freckles. Um, hi, who's that? I ask Nicole. This is Katie, and we can't be friends anymore. Sorry, Nicole says. Why not? I ask, stunned. Because you're moving, Nicole says. What does that have to do with it? I ask. Um, well, Katie told me if you move to Scotland and we're still friends, they'll put us in jail on an island with killer sharks, Nicole says, shutting the door. That is so not true, I cry through the closed door. It is true, Nicole, don't listen to her, I hear Katie's muffled voice say through the door. I spin around and march back to my house, trying not to cry. What is Katie's problem? Now I want to feed her to killer sharks. Why would Nicole replace me like that? I reach my house and burst through the door. What's wrong, honey? Mom asks, popping her head up from behind the counter. Nicole made a new friend with a killer shark, I cry, and stromp off into the room that was me and Brian's. What? I hear Mom trail off from the kitchen. Brian. Me and Justin play video games until it's time for me to go home. I check my watch to see it's almost six. Ugh, I have to go, I sigh, blasting a zombie on the game. Okay, see you soon, Justin sighs, blasting me. Actually, probably not. We're moving in three days, I sigh, blasting him. What? You said we were moving in 30 days, he yells, blasting my eardrums in real life. I can't help I misheard. You mean you can't help your deaf? After we say goodbye, I start to walk, walk back toward the house. When I step through the door, Mom meets me in the kitchen. Hey, just in time for dinner. Will you go get your sister? I think she's upset, she says. About what? Killer sharks, I think. Mom shrugs. I roll my eyes and walk into our room. Leah is asleep on the carpet, curled into a ball. I sigh and kneel down beside her. Wake up, I say, shaking her. She grumbles something in her sleep and her fingers twitch. I laugh and shake her again. It takes a bit, but finally she opens her eyes. Come on, it's time for dinner. Okay. In the kitchen, Mom serves us bowls of steaming mac and cheese. Scotland. Intercept the lines. Today we'll find something. I scowl. My two assistants nod and fiddle the many controls around us until I hear all 2,000 current film calls in Scotland. See you at five, one says. Don't forget the potatoes, another. I listen to each until I find what I'm looking for. It was a really misty day along the cove today, and I saw something like a person coming out of the fog. Next thing you know, there's a seal disappearing into the water. I'm telling you, Sammy, there's magic in the wind. A particularly old lady says on one line. Come on, boys, at last, I say, climbing into my shiny black cab. Leah, something shivers down my spine, but I don't know what it is. I shake the feeling and continue to eat my dinner. 
And that was the end of chapter two. Chapter three coming to soon. Thank you guys.